boy's got something to say to me. Why don't you talk into the microphone? I got a backup mic right here. Check one, two. Testing, testing. Yeah, they both working, and guess what? They don't like no feedback. What's up? Broadcasting live from Winterfell Studios in Portland, Oregon. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's the 503 Jumpcast. I am going to plant my seed in you. With John Bryant. So fucking classy. And yeah. such a fucking gentleman. And Lynn the Jazzman Thunder. Hey! You're talking to my guy all wrong. It's wrong tone. Do it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. What up, Kill Crew? That's right, it's a 503 Killcast, all killer no filler, eight days a week. You like when I crank the bass up on that intro song? I love it, man. It sounds good, right? Bass is where it's at. Oh man, week 13. Week 13, it is the last week before the playoffs. The last week of the regular season. We know who's going in, don't we? Yeah, it's pretty much set in stone at this point. I think we worked it out, and there's... Like this weird scenario where Mikey could squeak in to the last wild card spot. Highly unlikely. If, yeah, very unlikely. And if Shane somehow put up a two hundred points, maybe. Yeah. And so Boobinet there's still would have hope, to boys. There's still terrible. Hope. No, no. The big, the big thing for this week is jockeying for position in the playoffs because everyone wants to play Mike Schaefer first round. Oh yeah, and it's looking. I think you're going to play Mike Schaefer. It's first looking round. like it. <laughs> no one wants to play me first round, right? Oh, you're scary, dude. That's right. Uh, yeah, you're you're the one to beat no matter what. Although I will say, Matt Brown has been on fire recently. Seven win streak. Goddamn giant slayer, Matt Brown. Jeez, Matt Brown. Ooh. Fucking slingshot of a team, dude. Him and Mike Evans. Mike Evans is is I think doing better than Antonio Brown so far. Yeah, it's been a crazy season for him. Um, Lynn Thunder, I didn't look up the high score and low score, so why don't you do that for me really quick while I go over last week's burrito bets. Oh. Now, Lynn Thunder, you yeah. lost two. That, they were me. rough, yeah. You almost lost three because you wanted to bet Matt Barkley was going to throw five picks before he threw a touchdown. I want, no, no, I was going to bet three picks. Three picks. Still, you would have lost. I still would have lost, and you know so what? So count your blessings that you only lost two to me last week. I'm right. on a hot streak. I'm coming back. Okay, fine. All right. Uh, Highest score was... Cursed Brandon Boob, and apparently the cure for a curse is to play the guy who cursed you. 160 <laughs> points. God damn. Yeah, that was nuts. Highest score in the league. And I think like he had been struggling to break 100 points like three weeks in a row before this, and then he puts up a 160-burger on me. You're welcome, Boob, and I, 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 you know, I'm a slump buster for you, I guess. Hey, hopefully you'll see him in the playoffs. You'll be able to throw it right back at him. Hopefully. That's right. And then the lowest score actually was not Brennan this week. Breaking news. I know, right? It was actually Jay Diddy. Jared, come on. You're better than that. Diddy, what? Oh, I know what happened. You had one of your players lay a goose egg. That's rough. Yeah. I uh, never like to see that, but Jared, come on, man. Yeah. Um, so just to... Don't want you to brush over it. The burrito bets were, you bet uh, Mike Wallace would outscore Willie Sneed, which that did not happen. To make sure it didn't happen, Willie Ouch. Sneed threw a fucking touchdown pass. Yeah, Jesus. So, yeah, I was a little sad this week. No one on my team other than my quarterback threw a touchdown pass, but I'm going to count Willie Sneed because I bet. <laughs> uh, the other one was, uh, man, and this one kind of screwed you a little bit, didn't it? The Darren Sproles you, and Emmanuel Sanders. You thought Darren Sproles would outscore Emmanuel Sanders. Darren Sproles, 10.4. Emmanuel Sanders, 29.2. Almost a 30-burger. He got, like, all of those points on one series, too. I was just, my jaw dropped. 
I was like, holy shit. And because I, I actually looked into this, he actually got more yards in that drive than the actual drive was long because they got a penalty so in the middle of the drive that took him back, and then he got another catch. So it was like a 70-yard drive where he got like 90 yards in the touchdown. I think the fantasy gods are sweet on me this year, buddy. <sighs> I don't know, John Bryan. I, I had five unanswered, so I'm still liking my chances. I was just giving you a little bit of hope so I could dash it away. <laughs> all right, so a uh, couple big things in the NFL this week. Did you hear about all this... They might get rid of Thursday night football, but the NFL says they're not going to, but there's reports that they are. Yeah, I think it would make sense. I know that the players would like to get rid of it. I know the players would, but as a fan, I fucking love Thursday night football. I like the idea of Thursday night football, but I hate the fucking games they have this year. Uh, bad games don't even bother me. Like, here's the thing. Every game's relevant now with fantasy. It Every is. single game. And that's why they do it. And they know that oh, yeah. that's where they're getting their viewership from. I would rather see two Monday night games or two Sunday night games than a Thursday night game, honestly. All they have to do to fix this is figure it out and so that they have a bye week before the Thursday. And it might be complicated, but I feel like they should be able to do that. It's not rocket science. Give 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 the players two bye weeks. Make them happy. I heard they're talking about that too. What's wrong with that? You can still, you could, there's so many goddamn games on Sunday. We don't mind if two or three teams aren't playing per week, right? I mean, that's the way it is already. Yeah. Although well, it's I not mean, really fair as it is now because, you know, at the beginning of the year, it's like two teams on a bye. Then the, in the middle of the year, like week eight, it's like six or eight teams. Yeah. And it was weird. So they didn't have any buys week 12 and then two, two on. Um, by this week, the Browns and the yeah. Why did Titans. they I, did they do that just to avoid a buy on Thanksgiving? I have no idea. Uh, I, it's I, weird that the science of figuring out those like NFL schedules is way beyond me. It's nuts. But I feel like there's someone that's got to be smart, that, smart enough that can do it. I feel like it's a lot of politics too. Yeah, maybe, uh, but it's got to be. What, what? Why is there? Why do politics come into it when you're they're making they're raking in money hand over fist? Well, you know, you've got the owners who make a lot of money on ticket sales sales at their stadiums. So, you know, if you've got a bye week, you know, on a day where most people aren't going to show up, then that's better than having a bye week, say, on Thanksgiving when there's going to be a lot of people at the game. Maybe schedule a concert, schedule, you know, something else. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just I hope Thursday night football is here to stay forever. Um, it probably is, but I, it'll probably be straight. They'll probably do change something about the distribution method. Oh yeah, it's definitely well. It's not CBS anymore. It's NBC and Twitter. Yeah. Now, um, and I think that's what will probably be going forward. I know NBC doesn't necessarily like having Thursday night football just because they have other programming that they'd like to be playing. NBC used to be known for their Thursday nights. Oh yeah, must see TV. Exactly, and now it's Thursday night football, but. And ESPN's not going to pick it up because they have college games and there's so much basketball. That's right. Um, and and the NFL Network died. Well, that and that used to be that's why they started Thursday Night Football <coughs> was solely to get people to buy NFL Network. Right. And now everyone's got it for free. Yeah, it's weird. So I don't know. I, I wish they just yeah just have it on NFL Network. I'm paying for it anyway. Well, we'll have to see what stream happens. That shit. I think it's I I like the streaming the Twitter streaming. I love. Yeah. Uh, it's it's free, it's easy, and it's fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, um, got a cough. Next, I think we should talk about some fantasy relevant news. Um, I feel like week twelve was the week of the goose egg. 
He really was. I mean, three tight ends putting up zeros. Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Gates, mm-hmm. and Eric Ebron. Yep. And not to mention... Uh, all, all, like, consensus tight end, like, tight end ones. Oh, yeah. It was a bad, bad week for tight ends. Yeah. You know, unless you had Jordan Reed, you got fucked. Yeah. And this week looks like a bad week for tight ends as well, actually. Oh, it's good. It's gonna be rough and then yeah brandon cooks put up zero in a game where the saints had 49 points yeah didn't, oh my gosh didn't have a single target i know crazy and that, so he i guess he complained about his role in the offense or commented about his role in the offense so yeah he, he was he didn't like it i think the squeaky wheel is gonna get the grease this oh, week yeah. second play maybe third play of the game's a bubble screen to brandon cooks oh yeah yeah i mean I mean, hell, Sean Payton came out and said, look, their coverage took him away. And if you rewatch the game, that's really what they were trying to do. Yeah. And they left everyone else open. Yeah. And I, I feel like I don't think Brandon Cooks was did it in a disrespectful way because he's not that kind of guy. But yeah, pride of Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. By the way, go Beavers. They won the Civil, Civil War. Civil War, yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, Matt Brown. Yeah. Mark Elfridge <laughs> got fired yesterday. That's cool too. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about it. we're doing this on a fucking Wednesday. Yeah, because someone's gonna be out of town on Saturday. Yeah, that's me. All weekend. Yeah. Going Whatever. To a Christ- I'm going to a Christmas Wonderland though, so It's not even Christmas yet. It's December, bruh. Whatever. Okay. And then other news from around the NFL, uh the injuries seem to be piling up. A lot. They really are. Should we jump right into it? Let's do it. All right. Injury report. Ah! 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 All right, John Bright. Just tell us. Who's injured? Well, this or is better off. Maybe tell us who's not injured. That might be shorter. <laughs> yeah. This one's hot off the press. Okay. And uh, Trevor Simeon's in a walking boot. Sprained foot, right? Yep. Uh, sincerity is not clear. Yeah. Severity is not clear. Well, he's he's going to be day to day, and boy, if you've got Paxton Lynch throwing the ball in there, how yeah. do you feel about Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders? I don't like it. I don't feel good. I don't like it at all. Nope. Yeah, um, Luke Keekley remains sidelined with a concussion, so he's had a lot in the past. I just he's, hope he's all right, man, at this point. Such a fantastic here. player, great human being. I just hope he's all right. Yeah, same here. Did you see this? Derek Carr dislocated his pinky in two places. Did you see yeah, that? I saw that play. Yeah, it was gruesome. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, pain of his life. He came back in and threw a touchdown pass, but do you think this is one of those things that, you know, it's on his throwing hand. Do you think it's one of those things that kind of lingers throughout the season? I don't know. I mean, he's got the the glove. You know, hashtag the glove. Yeah, but that's going to affect your throwing a lot. I, I can't throw it with a fucking glove on. It didn't seem to affect him after he came back in. Yeah, but you got the adrenaline going. You're, like, winning a game. You're in it. I don't know. I feel like they'll put that, him on a lot of painkillers. That's true. They'll shoot it up. Yeah. Uh, Tyra Williams, uh, his shoulder is hurt. Still didn't practice. That's right. Doesn't look like he's going to go this he's week. He's got a torn labrum. I don't. I think he'll probably go, but it's really going to hamper his range of motion. Mm-hmm. It's going to hamper his catch radius. Yeah, and that's he. He was uh, looking pretty good, so I guess fire is Inman. I mean, they they just loot, they drop wide receivers left and right. They're all they're all kind of gimpy, but they're yeah. all going to play. Um, Jordan Reed will miss multiple weeks with a- his grade three AC separation. Yeah, it's not good. Oh my god, why couldn't he have gone out at halftime? Jesus. <laughs> He had to come back in just to fuck you and lose. Uh, Andrew Luck still in concussion protocol. Yeah, I heard he's going to be ready for Sunday, though. 
It's weird, though, that they haven't taken him out of the concussion protocol yet. Well, have you seen him? He looks like a caveman. They can't it's tell Wednesday. if he's concussed or not. <laughs> um, you know who was seen sprinting along the sidelines yesterday? Who's that? AP all day. <laughs> I, do you think he's going to come back? He could come back and as you, soon as next week, I've heard. If he comes back, do you think he's going to be a factor behind that terrible offensive line? He wasn't doing shit before he got hurt. All they're going to do is feed him the ball. That's all they did before, though. And yeah, he got I know. I think it would be smart for him not to come. Dude, you tore tore up your knee a year after you the last time you tore up your knee and didn't really take a whole lot of time off to recover, maybe. Yeah, but he <laughs> came back and had a great – I don't know. I mean, he knows he's got a shelf life, and uh, I don't know. I think he plays. I, I think he plays, but I hope he doesn't. I hope at least he doesn't – You know, I hope they don't give him his normal workload. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, Jordan Matthews has a sprained ankle. Is expected, but could be gimpy. He'll be fine. He'll be gimpy, but he'll be, he'll be fine. All right, this is the last one I've got. I don't know if you have any more, but uh, Bob is back. Bob. RG3 is cleared for all football activity. Sweet. I Just, care so much. Uh, dude, He's he could be the Cleveland Browns answers. <laughs> All right. I say that if he comes back, you stream whatever defense is playing the Cleveland uh, offense. Yeah, I don't think they'll play him. Yeah, no, of course not. They've got their savior, Josh McCown. Yeah, they want to save him to get hurt next year. Exactly. I do have one to add just because it's near and dear to my heart, but okay. Danny Trevathan, the uh, coverage inside linebacker for the Bears, has a ruptured patellar tendon. He's on IR. His career's in jeopardy. Poor Ooh. guy. Um, <clears throat> that's, his, that's what Jimmy Graham had that kept him out for like two years. Um, it's a rough injury. It's uh, very has the potential to be a total career ender. So, thoughts and prayers go out to him, and I just hope he comes back because he's only he's only twenty six. He's in the Ooh. prime of his career. That sucks. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. There's I'm sure there's gonna be a shitload more injuries as we get to Friday. So just keep your eye on it. Yeah, you got to check the injury reports. That's right. All right, John <coughs> Bryant. Time for the time machine. Let's do it. The fantasy time machine. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Guys that scored big on your bench. I've made a huge mistake. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. Forget it, I quit. Okay, and that's your time machine. Wait, what the? John Bryant, we overshot it. Oh, no, I put in the wrong time on the time machine. We rode the time machine too far. We came to the moment where we just finished the time machine. Yeah, fuck it. Let's just not do it this week. All right. <laughs> okay. Instead, <laughs> let's get in to Who Do You Love? Let's do it. Yeah, who do you love? Oh, who do you love? Um, All right, John Bryant. Who do you love? So this week for DFS... Uh, I'm paying up for quarterback. Okay. Uh, Drew Brees is forty bucks. I'm going for it. He's playing Detroit at home. I think he's going to put up the most points of any, any quarterback. Got a question for you? Yeah. If someone wanted to maybe save some money on quarterback, what do you think of Ryan Fitzpatrick against that Colts secondary? It's a risky play, but he's definitely going to be cheap. I, I mean, yeah, it'll be cheap. The thing is, you can go cheap on quarterback, but you're gonna there's going to be a difference in points. Like oh, last yeah. week, I went. We went cheap with uh, Carson Wentz. He only scored like seventeen points. Yeah, but that's what you get when you buy, you know, one of the three cheapest guys in the board. It's a it's a crapshoot. Drew Brees this week, I I think, has the potential to put up 
stupid numbers. All right. So we're going to pay up for him. Okay. And you know why we can do it is because there's some low price uh, wide receivers that I think are going to do well. Okay. So Drew Brees, pencil in at quarterback. Who's our wide receivers? All right. So I got three dirt cheap wide receivers for you and maybe a fourth. Um, oh, before we do that, uh, David Johnson, we're going to put him in too. I know he's expensive, but every week he's the most consistent player in the NFL. So you got to do it. You got to pay up for DJ. Um, Super cheap wide receivers, Marquise Wilson. We saw it. Matt Barkley liked him. It's he that did. third third string quarterback, third string wide receiver thing. That well, I don't know. I would go Deontay Thompson over Marquise Wilson. Deontay Thompson was the guy who was looking for more than anyone else. Nah, dude. Marquise Wilson had it. Devontae right. Thompson was the one that kept dropping the ball, wasn't it? Yeah, but he was the one who kept getting the looks. He got the drops, though. All right. Marquise Wilson caught everything. He's got only six, He's only 16 bucks, so we're going to go with him. Okay. Um, Malcolm Mitchell, we're going to ride it again, dude. I told you last week All you right. did not believe. Okay. You did not believe. But Malcolm Mitchell, believe. rookie wide receiver for the New England Patriots, scored like 18 points last week. It was awesome. I yeah. still say it's because Gronk went out. Think Gronk's playing this week? Ah, yeah. Probably not. Uh, so, yeah, I guess if Gronk, I will say if Gronk is in, I wouldn't play Malcolm Mitchell, but it's not looking like he is. Um, they're playing against L.A. Um, you can... Tom Brady will be able to throw some points in LA, and Tom oh, Brady yeah. likes throwing those big touchdowns. He you does. can tell when he's got the right tools to do it, he likes it. Um, so Malcolm Mitchell, only fifteen dollars, super cheap. Uh, this is the riskiest one, but I also the one I feel the best about. If that makes sense, okay. Doyle, Doyle Green Beckham. Doriel Green Beckham with a hobbled Jordan Matthews and Nelson Aguilar out. Doriel Green Beckham was getting hella looks last week. He was. I think it's he had finally a great game last I th- week. I think he it's finally clicking with him. I think he's going to see end zone this weekend. He's a huge end zone target. How could you not? Oh yeah, he's gigantic. And he was all over the field making catches. Um, he, he was looking awesome. Eleven dollars. Yeah, that's that's a nice play. playing against Cincinnati. I'd go for it. Cincinnati missing Vontez perfect, having a shit season. Yeah. yeah I see that. All right. Um, another one that's super cheap this week, uh, Taylor Gabriel, Atlanta wide receiver. Had a good game. He's actually been consistently good and flying under the radar, but he's like scored uh, three times in the last four games. He seems to be their guy. They're, they're, you know, him and Tyreek Hill seems to be the, the, the player. player. <laughs> well, they seem to be the player that everyone thought that Tavon Austin was going to be. You know, you get them the ball in space, and they'll just make shit happen because they're so fast and slippery. So, yeah, I see that. All right. Um, it's a bad week for tight end, so I'm not even going to give any tight end advice. I, well, I, 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 I would say your own goddamn tight end. I would say Vernon Davis probably has the greatest upside. I don't imagine that he would be... Uh, cheaper than some of the guys like Jimmy Graham or Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. And since it is a bad week at tight end, you just got to go cheap at tight end. Yeah. Uh, it's the smart thing to do. We saw last week, sometimes when you pay up for those mid-range or top guys, they just don't perform. We've seen it. I mean, Gronk, yeah. Gronk was active last week, and he got one catch. He got zero catches. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought he had one. He got targeted for two long touchdowns that were overthrown, and then he got hurt and left. Okay. So yeah, trust me. It's I a, have him. It's a bit of a grab bag at tight end, but my advice is go cheap, go with someone you like. Maybe I, Vance McDonald. I think Vernon Davis is probably your safest bet because Jordan Reed is out and Vernon Davis has a track record of performing even with Jordan Reed in. So with him out, I think he's going to get an uptick in targets. Yeah. And honestly, uh I forgot to look up defenses, so there you go. That's all right. <laughs> you know, defenses you just sort of stream whoever's 
got a good matchup. Yeah. Uh, another running back that I like this week would be um, Carlos Hyde. He's only $20. Carlos Hyde had a good game. He did. Yeah. And that offense is starting to run through him a little bit. Yep. All right. That's who do you love? That's who I love. Oh, and last week, we did win on our lineup. All right. Not very much, but we won. Hey, all you need is to win every week. Yeah. Okay. John Bryant, let's jump into the week 13 preview. Let's do it. Recording live from somewhere. It's time for the official podcast of the 503 Killers Fantasy Football League. Fantasy football is my religion. Nothing brings me greater spiritual enlightenment than picturing me taking my big fat donger that is my team and slapping it in my friend's face, dropping loads on them like manna from heaven. Sunday is my Sabbath, and Mondays and Thursdays and Saturdays in December, baby. It's the 503 Killcast. All right. Week 13 matchups. This is the preview. Pay attention, guys, because even though you know if you're in the playoffs or not, positioning is everything. Who gets to play Mike Schaefer first round? Let's find out. <laughs> All right. First matchup. I hope it's me. <laughs> the Dick Buckkiss versus the Fighting Gill Gundersons, and I'm scared, John Bryant, Dude, of Matt Brown. Matt Brown in the Rotor World app, who have won seven straight. Yeah, he's eight and four. He clinched. He got the asterisk already. He's second overall. Oh, and Lynn Thunder, you're kind of towards the bottom down there. Man, I've had just three unlucky weeks, really. Yeah. Um, has your little dick butt guy always had sunglasses? Or is that new? Yeah, he's always had sunglasses and a little bear sweater. That's oh. why he's the dick butt kiss. Oh, I've never noticed that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So uh, I really like, everyone really likes your Colin Kaepernick pickup, dude. I've been loving he Colin Kaepernick. A and fantasy sweetheart this week. With our two starting linebackers out, Jarrell Freeman and Danny Trevathan, he's going to have so much room to run. Oh, dude. Well, he's guaranteed five to seven points just stepping on the field. Yeah, by running the ball, it's nuts. Yeah, we, we we're down almost. We're down. We only have one starting linebacker, and that's Pernell McPhee, and he's he's a great run stopper, but he can only contain one side of the pocket. I mean, it's going to go somewhere. And Colin Kaepernick, it, it pains me to say it, but he's going to have probably a good week. Hey man, but you got Matt Barkley. There's hope. Matt Barkley looked good. Yeah. Hey, I hope it's a shootout and the Bears win. But you know, I think Colin Kaepernick's going to have himself a day. Yeah. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers will probably have himself a day as against per Houston. Usual. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but at if, home, if he Lambo. has himself a day throwing a Jordy Nelson, I'm okay with it. All right. Well. So yeah, Matt Brown's got uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's got that Mike Evans play. That's a it's a bitch every week. God damn, he's so hot. He's yeah. so hot right now. And he's playing in San Diego. It's going to be nice and sunny, temperate weather. Ugh. San Diego's got a pretty good defense. And you know what? You know who has the most quarterback pressures through week twelve? Who's that? Joey Bosa. Really? Even though he's only played like eight games. Nice. Yeah, it's nuts. Huh. So I have a feeling that they're going to be harassing Jameis Winston a lot, and maybe he won't be able to get the ball out as much as he wants to to Mike Evans. Okay. Yeah, Jameis Winston's got that slow release, but he doesn't really get pushed around in the pocket too much, so we'll have to see. No, I just, hey, man, uh, Joey Bosa, I'm Team Joey this week. Oh, yeah. Come on, okay. come on Joey. <laughs> Eat up. Uh, he's also got Golden Tate. At New Orleans. Orleans. Don't know if I trust that one. I mean, it's you know probably going to be a shootout, but Golden Tate can just disappear. He can, but with Marvin Jones questionable, I mean, you know, it's not like Matt Stafford has a whole lot of places to throw that ball. Yeah. Uh, 
So Golden Tate might have himself a oh, game man. just based Anquan on volume. Golden might be a good DFS play this week. Um, uh, over on your side, yeah, you got <coughs> Jordy Nelson at Houston. So yeah, you should, you got the Aaron Jordy stack on the opposite teams, but that's actually going to probably work in your favor. Um, oh, Hul- yeah. Julio Jones, actually, but who is it? Uh, Devontae Parker, not Devontae Parker, the other Parker or the other Devontae, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Jordy he, leads the team in targets. Devontae Adams just a, seems to get the touchdowns. Yeah, but Devon, and he was looking hot last week. Six targets, five receptions, like hey. 150 yards and two tutties. Jordy Nelson, 12 targets, nine receptions. I'll take volume over production any day of the week. Okay. Um, I mean, in terms of future predictions. Yeah. Julio Jones against Kansas City, Does that, or um, at home against Kansas City, do you, does that make you nervous at all? Not at all, because, uh, you know, Kansas City's cornerback, Marcus Peters, he's a great cornerback, but they don't really use him correctly. He's much more of a Richard Sherman-type cornerback. Uh, he's great when you put him on the line and, and let him do some bump and press coverage, but they play him in a lot of zone where he's off the line, and he's not a very fast guy, not a great route runner. Um, total ball hawk, so he's definitely got some skills, but, I mean, you saw... You saw last week in Denver, Emmanuel Sanders had a great game. Uh, Demarius Thomas still put up some good points. Um, you know, he's not super great in coverage. He'll pick the ball off a couple times, but, you know, he stays on one side of the field, and I have a feeling that, uh, you know, they're going to they're gonna scheme to get Julio the ball. Yeah, he's never had two bad weeks in a row, so yeah. you got that going for you. Know, you he seems to be either over 20 or under 10, and he's over 20 about twice as much as he's under 10, so yeah. I, I feel good about it. Now, Lynn Thunder... I understand why you want to play Darren Sproles. You know, you're both little guys, got a little pride going. He's a good player, and you know he's one of the shortest guys in the NFL. I can see how you could look up to him, and you want to start him in your lineup. Hey, John, but- <laughs> he's one of the few people on this planet that I don't have, I don't have to look up to. <laughs> That's true, but I don't think you want to put him in your lineup this week. He's got such a high floor, though. I mean, he's good for like three to five receptions each week as a floor. That's true, but and with Mart Ryan Matthews still probably out. And with Jordan Matthews maybe a little hobbled, maybe they'll look to get old D. Sproles a little action. Maybe. It's a high floor. I feel like his floor is like eight or nine points, and his ceiling could be above 20. He's a very safe play. All right. I'd I'd still pick one of the guys I told you to start last week. I don't know which one, but one of them. Uh, Gronkowski, uh, you got to take him out, bro. He's not going to play. I told you last week. (sighs) Well, he did play until he went out. Yep. Until he got hurt again. Yeah. Fucking back. You got Cameron Bray, light him up. I think I might. San Diego can put up is going to put up points, and I think uh, Tampa Bay is going to be in a dogfight the whole time. Um, Cameron Bray will be used. Yeah, I, I think I might go with that. He's their second best receiver. Yeah, I might go with that. Yeah, that's what you got to do. All right, on the other side, Matt Brown rolling with Devonta Freeman. I think that's a good play. That's a, yeah, he's a Although, must with start. Justin Houston back and Tom DeHolly, I mean, that, that Kansas City defense is back at full strength. They might be able to contain the run a little bit. Probably is... Um, Tevin Coleman back. They're still trying to get his sickle cell figured out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Browns got Kyle Rudolph against Dallas. Dallas is somewhat susceptible to the, the tight uh, end, tight yeah. end, but it is a Thursday night game. It's just it's hard to trust players on Thursday nights yeah. uh, because it seems like the players. Although this one might be a little different because both teams played last Thursday, so they've had a full week to rest and prepare. That's true. So I, I I don't know. I think that's probably a good play. Yeah, it's probably Brown's best play. He's got Zach Ertz, but 
Man, I don't know. Zachers burnt us last week. That's right. Um, Willie Sneed over on Brownside. He's a boomer bust guy. You just you you can't know with Willie Sneed unless you're me. And and yeah, and you gotta <laughs> wonder uh, with Brandon Cooks making a whole lot of noise. Maybe they're gonna do everything they can to get him the ball a little bit more than they would normally. Maybe Brandon Cooks will throw a touchdown pass this week. Uh, maybe he will. <laughs> uh, Browns. He's got flex. Rashad Jennings on his flex play going against Pittsburgh. You know Not, Rashad mm-hmm. Jennings. He's quietly a, a solid player. Uh, I think it's a decent play this week. Um, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be Pittsburgh. It's going to be cold. It's December football now. I think they're going to want to run the ball as much as possible. And when they want to just when they want to just hand it off and hand it off, it's Rashad Jennings who gets it. Yeah, he's very clear the lead back, although not by talent, it's just by lack of competition. Yeah, I don't know. I like my flex plays though. Oh yeah, Lashawn McCoy. Started every every week. Yeah, and uh, Brandon Marshall, you know he had a good week last week. It's maybe, a Monday night. That NDD is susceptible. I like it. Yeah, and and maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick is finally getting the cobwebs out of his head. I don't, I don't know, but maybe maybe he's finally putting it together. I can only hope. Yeah, but I feel good about the Brandon Marshall play. Um, I'm picking you this week. Thank you. But I still think you shouldn't start Darren Sproles. You know what? I'm gonna go with it just because I'd go high tower, bro. Not with Mark Ingram. I mean, if you think about it, they're almost the exact same like role in their offenses. In they are, which is the better offense? Well, all right, New Orleans is a better offense. Uh you you make a good point. I'll think about it. I would do it. All, all right. right, I'm still picking myself. All right, <laughs> next matchup is digs out for Harambe and Cellar Dweller. This one's going to be interesting. Because yeah. Mike Schaefer is limping into the playoffs. I know he's clinched, but god damn. Like two of the last three weeks, he has only put up 100 points. Yeah, if Tyler beats him this week, it's just going to fuck with his head. And no, no one fucks in, with someone's head like Tyler Bridget can. No, oh, Tyler Bridget yeah, is just a master. in there. He's a fucking master of it. He lives there. Damn. All right, let's start at the top. Derek Carr and Matt Ryan. Boy, these are two good quarterbacks. Also, I should we should point out, this could be a they could be playing again next week. They could. That would be cool. Could be a little preview. Yeah. So, yeah, Derek Carr, he's at home against Buffalo. Uh, I, I like the Derek Carr play. Probably over Eli. I think it's good. You're a little worried about the finger, of course, but I, I think you go with it. Yeah. And then Matt Ryan, I think you start him. I mean, he oh, yeah. seems to be good for 20 points every week. Oh, yeah, definitely. And with Dak Prescott playing against the best defense in the league on a Thursday night, Matt Ryan's a no. Yeah. Yeah, don't even have to think about All it. Right, my, Plug him in. I'm thinking though that like Derek Carr against Buffalo. Buffalo's defense is nothing to you know sneeze at, but he's also got Eli on his bench, and now Eli's playing against Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. Yes, sir. And we know one thing about Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. That's Big Ben has great games. I think his quarterback rating when he's at home is like something like 128. Mm-hmm. He put they put up a lot of points, which means that Eli's going to have to throw the ball a lot just to keep up. I mean, they don't have a run game, really, to speak of. And game flow might favor Eli. Do you consider putting Eli in over Derek Carr, just banking on that game flow? And frankly, the Giants seem to be putting it all together. They've won, like, seven straight. You know what I've said about Eli all year? He's not very good. He's like a toddler with a loaded gun in a room full of lawyers. Yep. It can go really good or it can go really bad. Mm -hmm. So I think I'd, I'd, I'd go with the safe... Derek Carr play. All right. I, I like the Eli play. I think there's a lot of upside there. We want a burrito bet this? Mm, no. No. I'm not going to bet on Eli. <laughs> <laughs> I almost had you. 
<laughs> Almost had you. You bet on Tom Coughlin once. Yeah, I sure did. I will never, ever bet on the Giants again. Yep. Bastards. All right, so, yeah, and the thing, uh, Schaefer's got Odell Beckham Jr. going against Pittsburgh. I do like that play. I mean, yeah. Pittsburgh's got no secondary to speak of. But right on the other side, Antonio Brown. These are two of the best wide receivers in football. Antonio I think Antonio Brown at home. It. Oh, my God. Pencil it in two touchdowns right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and uh, let's see. You got Stefan Diggs for Schaefer, who is gimpy. He is. All right, hey, do you want to regrade that trade? Because I've had Darren Sproles for you know two out of the three weeks. He's only had Stefan Diggs for one out of the three weeks. Mm, no, he's seven for two. Uh, Stefan Diggs twenty nine points, nine points, zero points. Yeah, I don't know. I I think he's still probably ahead of Darren Sproles in overall points. Yeah, I'd, yeah, but I'd still rather have Darren I'd Sproles. Still rather have Stefan Diggs. Maybe not this week, but Stefan going Diggs forward. is gimpy and going against Dallas. You know they're going to have to throw the ball. They're not going to have time to run the ball. That's true. Uh, still, I, I don't know. Adam Thielen seems to be stepping up. Kyle Rudolph always a target. And they've seemed to try to be getting Corduroy Patterson more and more involved. I've been saying it all year that he's one of their best weapons. they got to figure out how to get the ball in his hands. Well, they might be trying to do that, especially with Stefan Diggs being so unreliable. Yeah. Um, on the Tyler's other s- got Larry on the other side. I think we need to talk about what the fuck, dude. I, like, I was giving you shit about Carson Palmer being bad, but how fucking bad is he right now? Carson Palmer? Yeah. It's ugly. Yeah. It's nasty. How do you feel about playing against the Saints? <sighs> Not good. Yeah. Although Larry Fitzgerald seems to be doing all right. Yeah. He gets his no matter what. That's true, but, I mean, 12 points two weeks ago, nine points last week. Uh, I think Carson Palmer is going down. I mean, we've seen this with quarterbacks. When it, when they go bad, they go bad quick. And they stay bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Tyler, I know you've been riding. Oh God, he's got such bad options right now. Remember when Tyler had the best wide receivers in the league? I think he still does. I don't know, man. And Steve Smith. I mean, he's got his best lineup made, but I don't know if I trust Larry Fitzgerald, especially for seventeen points like they've gotten projected. Well, Washington doesn't have a great secondary, and that game might end up being a shootout. That's true. He's definitely going to make up the difference when he gets uh, Matt Forte this week. I think Matt Forte is going to. Go crazy on Indy. Probably. Um, yeah. And then Doug Martin, you know, I, I, San Diego's defense is nothing to sneeze at. Joey Bosa is, like we mentioned before, one of the best D-linemen in the league right now, even though he's a rookie who hasn't, didn't even go to training camp, who was sat out like the first four games of the season. I mean, he's still putting up stats that are almost record-breaking. It's nuts. And, you know, Phillip Rivers in San Diego, he's going to have a lot of weapons. I think if you play Doug Martin, you really have to. What you're really saying is that you trust that Tampa Bay defense to keep it low scoring, so that Doug Martin can continue to have a role and not be scripted out of the game flow. I think he will be scripted out. Every Tampa Bay game turns into Jameis Winston just hucking it down the field. It has been the Jameis Winston Mike Evans show the last few so, weeks. Doug Martin has only played in five games. Do you want to guess his best score, or can you see it? Fourteen and a half. Yeah. That's not great. I mean, he gets he should have the production, but it's just yeah, it seems to be scripted out. Mm-hmm. Although it could come back at any time. Running backs can get hot or cold real fast. Here's the thing: is I don't understand why he's got Lamar Miller on his bench. You know, Lamar Miller is going to get at least twenty touches every week. That's because Green Bay has one of the better run defenses in the league. When did that happen? It's happened quietly all year. Oh, Teams have been able to throw on them, so they do. 
Ask Ezekiel Elliott about their run defense. Well, Ezekiel Elliott's special. He's not a typical running back. He's yeah. not playing behind a typical offensive line. That's true. He's a lot better than Doug Martin. That's for damn sure. That's for damn All right. sure. Greg Olson has just been shitting the bed. This dude, Schaefer's team yeah. is awful. Yuck. Oh Greg Olson God. in the rain. Yuck. Don't and like Seattle it. just got back Michael Bennett. Cam Newton going to be hurting. Yeah, and you nailed it earlier. You said their offensive line sucks, so their tight, tight ends are going to have to stay in block. Yeah. Greg Olson's bread and butter seems to be that seam route, that out route. It takes a little bit of time to develop, and with that offensive line in shambles, Cam Newton's not going to have time to sit back and let that route develop. It is no coincidence that as Greg Olson has been going down, um, Junior's been going up. Ted Ginn Jr. Yeah. They're trying to get it out to their speedy guy in space. Yep. Travis Kelsey on, on the other side, though, I mean, he is getting the targets. He's getting the catches. Um, I like him a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, you, you don't think of the Kansas City offense being able to support a whole lot of fantasy players, but Travis Kelsey, well, Tyreek Hill, uh, two players who seem to be getting theirs. They're kind of the only two players. Yeah, especially with Spencer Ware just not having any sort of a role anymore. Yeah, Macklin being hurt. He doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon no. either. Um, All right, let's look at the flex plays. Tyrell Williams and T.Y. Hilton for Schaefer, both gimpy. Yeah, both very questionable. More than just like, oh, they didn't practice. Like, they might not play. So yeah. Tyrell Williams having a tough matchup against that Tampa Bay defense oh, like we talked about. And T.Y. Hilton uh, having a nice matchup against the New York Jets. If he plays, I like him. But, gosh, with the with that back injury that he suffered in the game last week, boy, you, you Got to be worried. Is he even going to play? Is he, if he does play, is he going to be a decoy, or is he going to have to go out? Does he have to take some snaps off? Scary. Yeah. Because they do have other weapons. Philip oh, Dorsett yeah. and uh, Dante Moncrief, two good wide receivers. I think Moncrief will definitely eat this week. Um, over on Tyler's side, Steve Smith Sr. against Miami. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. It's probably a good play. He's probably good for 12 to 15 points. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Has he scored at all this season? Oh, yeah. He's gotten tons of touchdowns. He's got three touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> not, not tons of touchdowns, but he's gotten his. Yeah. All right. And uh, he, Tyler's Tyler's finally rolling the dice with Cordell Patterson. I like I it. I like Cordell Patterson. Yeah. You know what? He I think he's the kind of player that actually could, might benefit from a Thursday night game. I think so, too. And I mean, let's face facts. Minnesota is still fighting for the playoffs. They're struggling, and they know the reason they're struggling is because their offense has not been getting it done. They need to find a playmaker. They need to find a difference maker, and Cordero Patterson is that kind of player. Yeah. Um, just to point out, um, Mike Schaefer has a terrible defensive play. He's playing Tampa Bay at San Diego. Hate it. Yeah, he's, like I said, I mean, I think a couple of the, the Doug Martin play, you can infer that he really believes in that Tampa Bay defense. Yeah, yuck. Um, uh, I'm not sold. No, uh, I'm picking Tyler this week. I think it's easy. Tyler, whenever Tyler needs a win, he gets a win. That's true. And I mean, Tyler's getting hot, too. I oh, mean, yeah. He barely beat Mikey, but he's hot. Okay. <laughs> All right, so your pick is Tyler? Yes. Me, too. All right, next one. Balls deep and the Space Cowboys. John Bryant, do you even care if you win? You, uh, uh, yes, of course I care. I always care. All right. Even last year when I was way out of it, I wanted to win every game I played, dude. Okay. Unlike some people. <laughs> right at the top, uh, Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers, two great plays, but I like Drew Brees a lot more. Oh, yeah, I think Drew Brees is going to have, like I, well, like we said earlier, I think he's going to be the best. Uh, Drew Brees in the Dome versus Detroit? Yeah. Mm. Chalk him up for 30 points. Yeah. All right. Uh, Phillip Rivers probably have a good game, too, but yeah. 30 points worth? I doubt uh, it. Maybe not. Yeah. Could. All right. Could happen. Let's look at receivers now. You've got Doug Baldwin and Des Bryant going Doug Baldwin, yucky. You don't know 
what's going on with that, that Seattle was a, offense? That was a trap game. It was just a weird, weird, fucked up trap game. They're playing in primetime. Did they play in primetime last week? Uh, like no. They no. Well, they are well, this. No, they. that's right. They played the yeah. afternoon. So I don't think they're going to get embarrassed. It's Carolina's defense who has looked good lately. but He's missing Luke Keekley. Yeah. But, you know, that offensive line just makes you worry. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. More, I'm actually more concerned about Des Bryant. Tell you the really? Truth. Yeah. Just he's gonna have Xavier Rhodes on him all night. It's a Thursday night game. They can run the ball successfully. They won't need to involve Des really. And they're not gonna have to worry about keeping up with a yeah, bunch Minnesota. of points being scored. Exactly. So I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna take Des out of there. All right. Okay. You think you should bench Des? All right. And uh, on the other side, Shane. Ooh, God, Shane. Uh, there's yeah. a reason that you're not making the playoffs this year. Yeah. Sorry, Julian buddy. Edelman questionable against L.A., who is not a bad defense, despite what happened last week. When you play Drew Brees in the Dome, you know, it's things like that can be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's not forget they've held teams below 14 points for three weeks before that. Yeah, and Edelman's another one of those guys that can just disappear. Yeah. And then uh, Quincy Anunwak is... It's a little bit of a desperation play. It's a very big desperation play. He was hot when Decker was in, surprisingly. Then Decker went out, and you'd think that he would see an increase, but... It seemed like when Decker went out, that entire passing offense just fell apart. Oh, Shane. Interesting. Shane, your, your lineup is so bad, buddy. Yeah. And then as a running back, he's got Jay Ajayi. Against Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore, one of the best defensive lines in the league. Yeah. And, uh, With Miami's offensive line still being busted up. Still banged up. So gonna, <sighs> tough to like that play. Yeah. Derrick Henry. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's good. Who knows? Derrick Henry. Hunter Henry, sorry. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. I think you go for it. Yeah, why not? Why not? Get that Philip Rivers stack. On your side, you've got David Johnson. Most, go reliable, that in. most reliable player in the NFL. Ugh, yuck. Do you know what his lowest scoring game is? I bet it's, what is it, 17? 16. But 16. Yeah. Jesus. Still pretty good. Yep, okay. And then you've got Vance McDonald in your tight end spot. Explain that. Oh, man, is I'm that just, just a bye week fill-in? Yeah, it is, but dude, David Johnson's just so good. He's got uh, 210 rushing attempts, 921 yards. You know he has more reception yards than DeAndre Hopkins? That's awesome. Ten touchdowns. God, I love Yeah, Vance McDonald, just bye week fill in. I think. All right, Kilker, we actually had to edit that for because for a while there, John Bright just started mastering David Johnson. I did come Johnson. a little bit. I did come a little bit. <laughs> All right. Sorry about your keyboard, bro. All right, uh, flex <laughs> plays. You've got Demarius Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins going. Yeah, don't know if I like DT this week if Simeon's out. Yeah, tough to trust Paxton Lynch. Yeah, I think. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, he is what he is. He may get me. I think he's got a floor of 10 points. Look, you've got that bad Green Bay secondary. Houston's yeah. going to have to throw the ball to keep up with Aaron Rodgers in that offense. I mean, I think the opportunity is there. Is Brock Osweiler going to throw him catchable balls? That's that's Ugh. his big issue all season. Is yeah. he going to get any catchable balls thrown his Anything way? Anything outside the numbers he can't connect on. It's cra- Anything more than like 10 yards down the field he can't connect on. All right. On the other side, Kenny Britt at New England. I like that. Kenny Britt's just been quietly overperforming every week. Yeah, and with you know uh, what's his name, Goff. Yeah, he's not bad. Threw three touchdowns against the Saints, and you know what? No other quarterback has done that this season. You know what I think it is though. That's crazy. I think it's part of that rookie phenomenon where guys get into the NFL. They they start and they, their first 
two, three games maybe. They do really well, and I think it's because there's no tape on them yet. They haven't defenses don't have a chance to study them, learn their tendencies, learn their habits, learn their proclivities. Once, yeah, yeah, and I think he's due to cool off the next two, two to three weeks. I think this defenses are going to figure him out. Yeah, and if I don't know. If anyone's going to figure him out, it's going to be Bill Belichick. So oh, yeah. <laughs> Bill Belichick's going to write the script on Although, how to beat the You know, I think Bill Rams. Belichick is going to look at him and say, all right, look, we know what Todd Gurley is. We know what he can do. Let's, gonna, let's force his rookie with small hands to beat us. Yeah. So, you know, he might get a lot of opportunities just because New England will focus on taking away the run. Yeah. Kenneth Dixon, Shane's other flex against Miami. Um, I don't like either of the running backs in this game. No. I mean, because both defensive lines are above average. Both offensive lines are injured. Uh, I think it's going to be a throwing game. Yeah, too bad Joe Flacco is one of the quarterbacks, though. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, so sh- looking at my bench really quick, I think I'm going to put Doyle Green Beckham in for Des Bryant. I think you've got to get Doyle Green Beckham in there and Jamison Crowder in there. I don't want to put Jamison Crowder I don't think you should worry about the Honey Badger. It's it's Jamison Crowder. He's going to get his looks, especially with Jordan Reed out. That's a that's a high octane offense, despite you know the fact that it's the Redskins. I think you play him. What do you care? You've already clinched the playoffs. I might take out Demarius Thomas too and put in both those guys. I think you ought to. Would Either people, way, so just so everyone knows, I actually think these these plays might work. I'm not trying to throw my game against Shane for some reason. Yeah, because that might be what it looks like if I take out two. Top ten receivers. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're For good. Doyle Green I think they're good plays. I think you can make them. They both have a lot of upside, just based upon volume and opportunity. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm looking at week fourteen. Yeah. All right. Uh, I pick you this week. Yeah, me too. All right. Next up. Um, one of these guys is potentially playing for his fantasy life, and that's Brandon Boubinet. Uh, because he is right now has a wild card spot, but he doesn't have a whole lot of points. He in could part get because taken out by he got cursed real hard by someone. <laughs> <laughs> he he made up for it a little bit last week. He did, he did. Yeah. Uh, not enough though. <laughs> yeah. Um. It it Mikey if somehow Mikey drops the hammer this week and just puts up a ton of points, which he's Mike McClendon. He's you done never it before. Know. Um. He could win and get into the playoffs, but. It's highly unlikely. Start at the top again. Uh, Brandon Bubene, he's got quarterback controversy because last week Blake Bortles again outscored Matthew Stafford. <laughs> he got it wrong again. He's got Matt Stafford played in New Orleans uh, in a shootout. And on its face, it seems like it's a good play. Since we skipped the time machine. But be- we didn't skip it. We, you know, we jumped ahead in time. Ahead. That's yeah. right. Uh, but since Brandon Bubene has chosen to play Matthew Stafford, I'm going to go with Blake Bortles in this one. I refuse to comment. <laughs> Actually, yeah, gonna... Blake Bortles against Denver, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> All right, Bubene, <laughs> maybe you're going to get this one right. <laughs> yeah, Matt Stafford against New Orleans. But you never know. <laughs> He's gotten them wrong almost every week. Yeah. Uh, Mikey's got Andrew Luck against the Jets. Seems like a good matchup, but... I like it. You know, dude, all year... I've been saying Andrew Luck is not that good of a quarterback. and He plays on a shitty team, that's for damn sure. Yeah. I mean, his offensive line hasn't gotten better since he's gotten cussed. So. Uh, I just, uh, you know, that matchup against the New York secondary, I don't think you can pass it by. That's true. I think you stick with Andrew Luck. All right. Uh, wide receivers, Bubenay sticking with Amari Cooper, and then putting in Tyler Lockett. 
Tyler Lockett. What the hell? What are you doing, Boobin, eh? What the hell? All right. Why would you play Tyler Lockett? Um, Seattle at home. Tyler Lockett does return punts and kickoffs sometimes, so maybe he'll break one off there. But, boy, with the offensive line troubles that Seattle has had, I mean, is he just banking on a bounce-back game? Is that what he's doing here? No, dude, it's his only option. Well, I guess he could put in Marcus Wilson. I think you go with Marquise Wilson over Tyler Lockett. Lockett. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, yeah. Tough, tough boobinet, but yeah. I think I think you do that. On the other side, Mikey going Dante Moncre- Moncrief and Dontrell Inman. I like both of those plays. Both solid plays. Yeah, they're uh, they're Don- Dante Moncrief's definitely just a solid. You can put him in. Inman's a little bit of a risk, but I think it's he's going to have a good week. With Tyrell Williams a little gimpy, I like it. Yeah, uh, he's got Jordan Howard going against the worst. Actually, you know what I've heard is that um, San Francisco has. Tried to fix their run defense so hard that it's actually made their pass defense suck. Like they're just <laughs> putting people in the box every Look, play. They're like John Fox and Ed and and uh, uh, Loggins, sure. Dowell Loggins, our offensive coordinator. We're not going to put the game on Matt Barkley's shoulders. <laughs> All right, we're going to give it to Jordan Howard they did against last the week worst. And it damn near worked against the worst run defense in the league. Yeah, what they also went down. Super fast to the high-octane Titans offense. Did you ever think you'd ever hear that phrase, high-octane Titans offense? Dude, do you not remember my uh, predictions for the season? I don't, actually. One of them was the Titans would win their division. All right. The other one was Gronk wouldn't be a top-five tight end. Okay. One of mine was that the Bears defense would be a top-ten defense. (laughs) That hasn't happened yet. They're good. They're just really hurt. Yeah. Anyway, I, I like Jordan Howard this play. The matchup's too good. It's at home. They're going to give it to Jordan Howard. Yeah. Then Ezekiel Elliott. He's Ezekiel Elliott. How can you not start him? Yeah, every time. He's still got Jordan Reed in his lineup. I He's, he's got to bench him Dave for Vernon Davis, obviously. Yeah, obviously. And we like Vernon Davis. I think he's going to get typical tight end numbers anywhere from 8 to 12 points. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Grant. I think he's going to get better than 12 points. Jimmy Grant better than 12 points? I could see that. Yeah. I mean, he's he's back to form. Yep. And Russell Wilson's going to be looking for him. We know that. So I don't think you can bench him. Yeah. You know, this matchup doesn't really matter too much, but I think this is where it definitely takes a turn for the worse as far as the flexes. Bubenay's flexes are just so much better than Mikey's. Carlos Hyde against Chicago. Um, like you got, you got to like again, playing against that Chicago D with all the injuries on it. And yeah. Cole Beasley against Minnesota. I think I'd take out Cole Beasley, put in Deion Lewis, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, I'd roll the dice with Deion Lewis. I would too, because Cole Beasley against that Minnesota secondary, that Minnesota secondary is really good, and they show a lot of exotic looks, um, Mike, to confuse the coverage. Now, part of the reason Dak is so successful is because, A, he's got a fantastic offensive line, buys him the time to allow the plays to develop and for the holes to develop and for the routes to develop. And he can also extend plays by running around on his legs. And he also has the best run game in the That's league. right. So they got to respect that. But Cole Beasley, uh, you know, he's that short, intermediate receiver. We've seen Terrence Williams, Bryce Butler, Des Bryant. Are they outside-the-numbers guys? They're long-bomb guys. They're big targets. You know, Cole Beasley and Jason Witten, they might get game-scripted out of this one. Yeah, uh, he, Cole Beasley's projected nine points. That's about where I see him. Yeah. On the other side, Mikey's got James Starks. I think you play him just because he's the only game in town. Yeah, I just don't like it. James Starks has never been a good running back. 
Yeah, but he's the only one in opportunity to Trump's talent. Yeah, and I guess that's the same thing with Devontae Booker. Against Jacksonville. Yeah. I, I think Mikey's played a, his best lineup. Uh, I, I like Stewart. I know he's going against Seattle, but I still think that they're going to have to run the ball. Don't like Stewart this week. Gonna, Not with Michael Bennett especially back. If it's a runny, or, uh, if, especially if it's a rainy game in December in Seattle. I'll put Jay Stu in. I don't know. What do you think about Wendell Smallwood with Ryan Matthews potentially still out? If Ryan, Math- Ryan Matthews is definitely out, I like Smallwood more than I like James Starks. I don't like Smallwood. We saw what he did last week when he is put in a lead back role. Uh, he's not good. He's just not good. He got the opportunities. Uh, just nothing happened with yeah. it. I still like, uh, yeah, I put James Jay Stu in. Don't like Jay Stu. Um, Burrito bet here? Nah. I think James Starks outscores Jay Stu. Nah. James Starks outscores Jay Stu? Yeah. I'll take that burrito bet. All right. All right. Jay Stu. Now, I just noticed Mikey's got Jameis Winston on his bench against San Diego. I like Andrew Luck better than Jameis Winston. Oh, gosh. Andrew Luck is not going to have... Here's He doesn't have Mike Evans on his team. No. James Winston does. James like Winston, Winston is going to have a tough time staying upright, I think. You want to double down on burrito bets again this week, bud? Oh, James I can get Winston. my lead back real quick. Hmm. All right, I'm doing it. All right, James Winston. Andrew Mikey, Luck. you've produced two burrito bets, sir. Oh, man, that's that's going to drive him crazy. Damn. And it's a Wednesday episode, so <laughs> I know. you know he's listening to it like tomorrow. He's, he's, he's spend all back. week. <laughs> Let's burrito bet more on Mikey's team. <laughs> I don't like Josh Lambeau. <laughs> <laughs> I think Landon Collins is a bad IDP player. I think Justin Tucker does outscore Josh Lambeau. Yeah, holy shit. You can't never bet against Justin fucking Tucker. <laughs> Fuck kickers so hard. You smell that? Oh, no. Or wait, what, what did he say? I don't know. He's Fuck, I don't care what he said. Fuck oh, him. yeah, he said, smells like up, dog. <laughs> What's up, dog? Not much stuff with you. <laughs> All right. Okay, actually, I'm I'm going to pick Boobinay on this one. Ooh. Mikey, if you put Jay Stu and Jameis Winston in your lineup, I think you could win. I don't think he's going to do it, though. But he might, because he's got nothing to lose. I'm going Mikey. All right. Okay. Ooh, that was an intense matchup. Boom. All right. I feel like we already just we just finished the game. Next up is another one with a lot of implications, Wreck-It Balls and the Tel Aviv Tigers. Man, Uri is projected at a lot of points this week. Dude, Uri is consistently underperforming. I mean, his team is super scary on paper, but it's just, ugh. Yeah. Sometimes shit happens, and it seems to always happen to Uri's him. Uri's got to have one of the more frustrating teams in the league. Oh, my God. All right, let's start at the top once again. Uri, Russell Wilson. Ugh. I mean. I like it. Yeah, I, I think I'm at not, home you I'm, can trust him. I'm not scared off the Seahawks after their poor performance last week. No, at, at home you can trust game. him. But I, how do you feel about Tampa the rest Bay of the came season? out early, scored like 14 points in the first like five minutes, and Seattle was just lost after that. On the other side, though, Ben Roethlisberger at home, gotta love it. Oh yeah, chalk it up every week. Yeah, uh, Michael Thomas for Carter and Michael Crabtree. Uh, I like both of those plays, yeah. but they're also guys that could get worked out this week just because there's so much talent around them. I, I think Michael Thomas is a safe play every week, and Michael Crabtree is too. 
Okay. Michael Crabtree always puts up wide receiver two numbers. He's on that bubble between one and two. Yeah. You know. He and he was definitely getting the looks last week. Yeah, I mean, he's had some stinkers, but he's had a lot of great games too. That's true. Yeah, so. he's like either under five points or over fifteen. So. Yeah, you you play him, and then on the other side, Uri's going with Brandon Cooks and Deshaun Jackson. I like uh, them both. I don't know about Deshaun Jackson because he's going to get oh, Patrick yeah, Peterson right, on him right. a lot. I don't like Deshaun Jackson. Uri, what are you doing? I don't. What else can he do? Sterling Shepard. No. Nah. <laughs> Sorry, Uri. <laughs> Travis Benjamin. Maybe. No. Hey, he might have his best player in there. Yeah, you do, Uri. But I don't expect. Well, I mean, it it could happen in one play though. Yeah, well, and you know what? They like to move Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garcon along around a lot. And, it's true. You know, they can only put Patrick Peterson on one of them. Yep. We'll see. Um, next up, running backs. Carter going with Latavius Murray against that Buffalo line. I don't know. I don't like it. I mean, it's it's fine. It's not a. He's. I mean, it's. He he's sitting rolls, which is smart. You know what rolls wrecked Carter's fantasy team. <laughs> I didn't think. I didn't think. Uh, sitting Todd Gurley is the right play against New England too because you know you can yeah. almost take it to the bank. Bill Belichick's going to scheme to take away the run and force Jared Goff to win the game. Most definitely. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I think yeah, Latavius Murray is probably his best play, but he can't be super happy with it. And then Le'Veon Bell, I mean at home, yeah, play it every day. Oh yeah. All right, and then Uri's sticking with Eric Ebron. He's keeping the faith. I mean, can Eric Ebron have two goose eggs in a row? No. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Carter going with Tyler Eifert. Orleans, I like Eric Ebron. Yeah. Carter going with Tyler Eifert against Philly. I like that a lot, too, just yeah. because. Tyler Eifert's else? the only game in town. Yeah. Uh, Tyler's got Tyree, or Carter's got Tyreek Hill. Uh, he's pretty safe, but. I think you stick with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I mean, when yeah. was the last time he scored Atlanta, less than double digits? Atlanta's defense isn't going to stop him. He has he he had wow, yeah, Fuck he's man. been quietly good f- going back to like week four. His lowest score was nine points against uh, the Jets week three. I mean, we've said it. And him, damn. him and Taylor Gabriel, they're turning into the player that everyone thought Tavon Austin was going to be. Yeah. Um. Then he's got Tevin Coleman. I would bench Tevin Coleman and put in Taylor Gabriel. Oh yeah, good call. All day. Yeah. So, yeah, Carter, that's how you should set your lineup. On the other side, Uri's sticking with Spencer Ware. Can't feel good about that because it, it feels like Spencer Ware is being left behind by that offense. They're throwing yeah. the ball a lot more. They're using Tyreek Hill and these, like, screens and jet sweeps to sort of do the work that Spencer Ware used to do. You know, we know that Andy Reid is a West Coast offensive guy. In the West Coast offense, you use these short quick passes to kind of replicate the run game, and Tyreek Hill seems to be the perfect player for that. Mm-hmm. So I can't feel good about Spencer Ware. Then, of course, Melvin Gordon. I, I like Melvin Gordon. Yeah, you got to start him. He's the yeah. only game in town. He's a good running back. That's you know They've got a good quarterback in Phillip Rivers, so safeties cannot you know crouch up and stack the box. Got to feel good about Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Spencer Ware is pretty safe, though. He's, he's safe, safe, but he's not gonna he's not gonna blow up for you. No, he's not gonna do what everyone expected him to do and what he was doing well, at the beginning of the season. He's had three blow up games. 
Yeah. I mean, he blew up in weeks six and seven. It, it could happen. You just never, you never know with Andy Reid. It's very unlikely, though. Yeah. I gotta go with Carter He's get on this game one. Scripted out too. Sorry, I'm I'm really dwelling on the Spencer Ware pick because I can't decide to tell him if you start Legarrette Blunt or not. I think you start Legarrette Blunt. I think so too. Yep. I I, I got to pick Carter though. He's got so many high ceiling guys going. Here's why you start Legarrette Blunt over Spencer Ware. Spencer Ware is going to get game scripted out, and Legarrette Blunt is not. He's going against L.A. Legarrette Blunt's going to get fed the ball most of the third quarter. Third and fourth quarter, I mean. They're just going to be killing the clock. Probably. You've got to go with Garrett. I know he's going to be running into a big, scary defensive line, but the opportunity is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, who'd you pick, Carter? I'm picking Carter. I'm picking Uri. Really? Yeah. Okay, I th- I'm thinking that Yahoo's got the projections wrong for Carter, and Carter definitely get Taylor, Taylor Gabriel in there instead of Tevin Coleman. Yeah. All right. That could definitely change things. Last matchup is... Pretty much the toilet bowl. It's a toilet bowl week one. And, you know, Jay Diddy versus the Slackjaw Yokels. There's something I want to talk about real quick, Lynn Thunder, if I can tangent off for a minute. Sure. Um, when the hell is our actual toilet bowl? We, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It's, it's, it's going to have to be set up by the commissioner. Oh, so we probably won't have one this year. Well, like, I mean, we didn't really have one last year either. It just yeah. sort of happened without anyone knowing about it. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, good job. All right. If I was the commissioner, I would make I would make the toilet bowl week fourteen, and I know those players wouldn't be actually playing, but you just calculate their scores. You say, all right, this person, this you make sure they know they got to set up a lineup week four, set their lineup week fourteen, put their scores together, see who wins, and you let the whole, the whole rest of the league know. I like it. Thank you. Okay. Just, just off the top of my head, I just knew how to. I do think that. it's a perfect platform. <laughs> It's a perfect solution. All right, JJ the All Stars and the Slackjaw Yokels. Last yes, matchup. Uh, it is the toilet bowl preview. And just looking at the lineups, you can tell why these two guys are in the toilet bowl. All right, Brennan. He finally got rid of Blair Walsh. He did, and he's going to play Gary Barnage this week on by. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Brennan. All right. At this point, Brennan, you should just keep doing it to piss off Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Touchy subject. <laughs> All right. Andy Dalton against Philadelphia. I don't like it. Andy Dalton's missing his main man, his big weapon, A.J. Green. Don't 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 like it against Philly, who still has a really good secondary. Let's just see if there's anyone on Brennan's. I'm going to uh, – Tyler Boyd could have a good game, and that's it. Devontae, Devontae Adams Devontae could have a good right. game. Devontae Adams could have a good game. Yeah. So Jeremy Hill, I mean, he's the only game in town now with uh, Giovanni Bernard out. Yeah, Gary Barnage is on by. <laughs> uh, Tyler Boyd, like we said, could have a good game. Um, so he's got the Andy Dalton, Tyler Boyd stack against Philly, one of the best defenses in the league. Sammy Watkins could have a good game. I mean, he's back. Oh, he's got Sammy on his bench. Bre- he does. Uh, Brennan. Got to figure out your tight end situation and then see if you can get Sammy Watkins in your lineup. Yeah, there's no reason to hold on to Gary Barnage. Especially with RG3s is coming back. All right. Uh, what do you mean? You think you should drop him? Yeah. I don't think you should drop him. Gary Barnage? I think you can drop Gary Barnage. Another thing I think, um, after week 12, I don't think uh, player teams that aren't going to get in the playoffs should be allowed to drop players. Because hmm. Brennan could just like... You know, drop his on entire a, team? Yeah, on a, well, on a whim drop... 
you know, this is a bad example because he doesn't have any run really that good. Well, you could drop Devonta Adams. People would pick up Devonta Adams. Exactly. Brennan, if you drop Devonta Adams, let me know. Yeah. Right. Nah. But that's 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 the thing that I don't think we should let happen. I think there should be a rule that if you're in the bottom two spots, come week twelve. Well, if you're in the bottom two spots, you don't want to lose the toilet bowl. Exit. Well, but some people. Brennan just wants to. What is it? He wants to light the fire just to watch it burn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to the matchup. Okay, back to the matchup. Over on D- J. Diddy's side, someone who's actually putting in an effort to start a lineup, we commend you, Jared. Cam Newton, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Matthews, I don't like that one either. <laughs> um, uh, Ted Ginn, uh, probably not. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, Mark Ingram's good, though. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Antonio Gates, maybe he'll be good. Rob Kelly, maybe. Theoretic, probably. You can tell where these two guys are at the bottom. Yeah, you really can. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just I don't even feel like going through this because some of these players are people you wouldn't even think of starting as long if you had anyone else to play over them. Mm, Diddy, take out Jordan Matthews, put in Eli Rogers. I think Eli Rogers at home is going to be a safe play this week. I know you're. Oh, yeah. everyone's scared off of him, but they had – you know, two road games in a row. Um, Big Ben's much better at home. Much better at home, and so is Eli Rogers. So I'd I'd light him up. Um, uh, stay away from JJ Nelson. Yeah. Stay well, away from actually John Terrence Brown's. Well, yeah, yeah. Stay away from JJ Nelson. Yeah. Yuck. Yuck. Uh, it's called the toilet bowl for a reason, folks. On the other side, Brennan. Ah, jeez. I mean, Tory Smith maybe against Chicago. Will Fuller, maybe against Green Bay. But do you like any of them better than Tyler Boyd or Mohamed Sanu? I don't like Mohamed Sanu. Actually, I would yeah. bench Mohamed Sanu for Will Fuller. That's probably... A, and, or Sammy Watkins, Sammy if Sammy Watkins, Watkins is definitely. playing. Yeah, I'd bench Sammy Watkins for... I would get rid of that Green Bay defense play. Maybe he's maybe he wants to... Maybe he's playing at Coy. So, come the toilet bowl. Um... It's going to get Jared Jared's head. Yeah. Well, Jared just won't think he's going to start a lineup, so it won't be. Jared won't have to like think about it too much, and then Brendan somehow just pulls out a really good lineup. We'll see. Hits the waiver wire. All right. Either way, my pick. <laughs> my pick this week is. Oh God, I can't even pick between these two. It's Diddy. <sighs> yeah, it's got to be Diddy. But damn, I I think Brendan's got a legit shot as long as he's got a tight end. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going with Diddy. Okay. All right. Well. That was an in-depth week 13 preview. Yeah, we really went into it that time. Yeah, it's because we had nothing else to do. Short week, guys. Sorry. We put this together on a shoestring. Yeah. All right. Don't forget, though, December 10th, there's going to be a debate. Big show. A debate. A struggle. A contest for the soul of the league. John Bryant against the usurper, Mike Schaefer. (laughs) I don't want to make it ugly. I just I just want to make our league great again. John Bryant, I'm just so sick and tired of all the civility in this league. I want to make it toxic and contentious again. Oh, I don't want to do that. I mean, what happens on the message board is one thing, but we we got to be gentlemen about it. All right. Outside of the message board. As your fair and balanced and independent moderator, I will make sure it stays civil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the debate. That the can, debate. I'm cool with that getting a little toxic. Yeah. All right. Cool. Anyway, tune in December 10th. And remember, submit your questions for either candidate to winterfellstudios at gmail.com. Your fair and balanced 
and trustworthy moderator will make sure that each candidate answers them. How did Brennan know how to take out or know to take out Isaiah Crowell because he's on a bye, but not Gary Barnage? I don't know. I've stopped trying to understand what goes on in Brennan's head. All right, Kill Crew, it's been a great week. Um, I hope you enjoyed this early Wednesday episode. A gift. A gift. Um, Cowboys tomorrow night, Thursday night. Go Cowboys. Sorry, Tyler Bridge, you're going down, and you know it. Um, Anything else we need to touch on? Nope, just get those questions in. All right. All right, see you on the gridiron. Peace. On my worst behavior, no. They used to never want to hear us. Remember? It's the 503 Killcast. I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face. I don't like your jerk-off behavior. And I don't like you. With your host, John Bryant. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. And Lynn, the Jazzman Thunder. No business born insecure junkyard motherfucker! Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. You don't know how to trash talk, do you? I do know how to trash talk, man. Let me give you some trash talk, okay? You know what the difference between your mama and a washing machine is? When I dump a load in the machine, the machine doesn't follow me around for three weeks. 